Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Collectively, we need to have our attention and our focus on the defensive end. When we're thinking about the offensive end, reacting to whether we're missing a shot or getting fouled or we're not connected on that end, is something that makes it harder for us because when our focus is the other way around and our focus is squarely on the defense, you know, our offense, for one thing, we get more stops. We can be instinctive in transition. It's just a collective mindset that we have to have. Everybody's got a job to do, and if you're not focused on doing your job, the team can make you pay for that. That's Quinn Snyder. And if we had movie technology in a newsroom, which we certainly don't, we don't have the budgets, we don't have the time, we don't have the technology, but you would color that until he was blue in the face. If he said it once, he said it a million times. If Quinn Snyder had a buck for every time... Oh, wait a minute, NBA coaches literally do. They make that kind of cash. Never mind. Bad example. That works. That works for grandma. That doesn't work. Doesn't work for an NBA coach. All right, I really don't want to do this segment, but I'm contractually obligated to. So, the Jazz, he says, rewinding previous takes, have plenty of talent to beat this Detroit team. Haven't seen who's out for sure yet. That'll come out later today. But regardless of who they're missing, that have enough talent to win this game. Which is what I said the last time they played Detroit and they lost. It's also what I said when they played Houston. It's also what I said when they played Indiana. I mean, this is just a broken record. Wait a minute. There's another expression only grandma gets. How many of you own vinyl? What percentage of our audience? I mean, we got some collectors. And I know there's a little bit of, you know, the auto thoughts. Oh, I have it on vinyl. It's still a low percentage. Have you met Jake Scott? Right. Yeah, good example. He's the collector. I, had a co- I have a college roommate like him. I have a college roommate who's in like 3,000 albums. He's got walls of this stuff. It's all in plastic and... I don't know when he goes what happens to it then. <laughs> I suspect the county dump. <laughs> that would be horrific. A lot of you just shuddered. I hope Mark will do something better with it. All right, so they ought to do it. I mean, they're better and blah, blah, blah. But they're 3-7 and seven in the last 10, and two of the wins are over the Nuggets because they get up to play the Nuggets. They play to the level of the competition. That's not a very nice thing to say. But so what? That's what it is. They play to the level of the competition. How else do you explain it? The Nuggets had a seven-game playoff series with the Nuggets. The Nuggets have the MVP. He will make you look silly. He will make you look like you've never played basketball before and you don't know what you're doing. He'll posterize you a bunch of different ways. So they get up for them. And then all these other teams, the bottom quarter of the league, they're just racking up losses. If the Jazz could beat the bottom quarter of the league, they'd have the best record in the NBA, which is why we're all so frustrated. I'm going to stop talking about it now. Fine. Hassan Whiteside is still in COVID protocols, so we know that part. He will not play tonight. Now, will anybody else not play because they're being cautious or whatever? You know, we'll have to see. Uh, Jared Butler is out of COVID protocols, so it's possible that he would be eligible and available to come off the bench tonight. Let's have to see how that plays out. We'll get the word later today, and whatever show is on the air, we'll let you know. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Ingram, fall away jumper, 10 feet, left lane line good. 
That does not compute. He brings it over to the right side. Now he's double teamed. Swings to Paul, left wing. CP3 on the dribble. Step back three on the way. And good for Chris Paul. Paul is in. Knocked away from Jackson. Nearly stolen. Jackson got it to Holiday, who hit a three from out on the right edge. They nearly threw away the inbound. Light night in the NBA. There were three games. The Pacers, who beat the Jazz, turned around and beat the Warriors. Got them in overtime, 121-117. Steph Curry, who has been in a shooting slump, at least for him, had three straight games with less than 20 points. Uh, Two of the last four games, he shot less than 40%. Uh, He got untracked. 39 points and eight assists. Six of 16 from three. Volume. Volume shooting from three from Steph. And it wasn't enough. They get beat. Klay Thompson, they got the minutes restriction on him. He's playing in the low 20s most night. He played 23 minutes. Had 12 points in that one. Draymond Green is still out, so he's still still shorthanded there. And they get beat. The Pacers get it done. Also, the Phoenix Suns pulling away in the West now. Beat the Dallas Mavericks. 109-101. 109-101. Devin Booker goes for 28. Chris Paul goes for 20 points and 11 assists. And that was a close game. Dallas, the game was in Dallas, and Dallas had the lead going to the fourth quarter. They were in charge there. They were up by eight, and they ended up losing by eight. They get outscored 35-19 in the fourth quarter. The Suns pick up another win. They improved to 35-9. and They've got the best record in the NBA and they're starting to disappear over the horizon. Three and a half games in front of the Warriors. Five and a half in front of the Grizzlies. Six and a half in front of the Jazz. So, barring something awful happened in Phoenix, say goodbye to the Suns here. 44 games in, they got a three and a half game lead on the Warriors. That's not impossible. Man, the five and a half to the Grizzlies and six and a half to the Jazz, that's very unlikely that one of those teams would run them down. Pelicans beat the Knicks 102-91. That is the other game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Juzang to Bernard between the rings. Bruins by a bucket. Juzang slides to the left elbow. A runner with a right hand is good. Bruins up by four. A half-court shot at the horn. No good by Stefanovic. And the Bruins will take it. The two coaches, not a follicle of hair on either man's head, will shake hands at midcourt. And this time, it's the Bruins prevailing 63-58. to The Utes had their chances. Key possessions down the stretch in a game that was variously one, two, or three-point deficit. They had a charge. They went one for two at the free throw line. They had a three to tie and missed it. Got the rebound. Had another three to tie. Missed it too. Couldn't get the board, and that was it. UCLA holds on. UCLA was not a picture of offensive execution down the stretch either. That whole thing about running a set play, trying to get an easy shot, get something in close, or at least get a wide-open jumper. There's some, there's some contested shots for both teams down the stretch. But the ninth-ranked Bruins hold on. They improved to 12-2 and two on the year. Juzang led them with uh, 28 of the 63 points, nearly half of the team's output. Stefanovic, who missed a, uh, a late shot for the Utes, led Utah with 18 points, and Booth Gotch had 11 coming off the bench. For the Utes, 1-8 in conference now. USC coming in Saturday afternoon for a game. It's a 4-30 game, I think, on the Pac-12 network. And the Utes and Aggies can call and commiserate because the Aggies also had chances down the stretch to win the game. Now, it was different for them. 
well, I guess they weren't playing the ninth-ranked team in the country, so that's different right there. Boise State was in town. And the Broncos, who struggled to shoot the three most of the game, hit a couple of big ones down the stretch and get the win 62-59. to It was agonizing for the Aggies because that game, it was right there for the taking. And then late it got away from them. They had the uh, they had the lead. They were in good shape, and uh, and just couldn't pull it up. Up by three with uh, four minutes, or actually up by three with two minutes to go. And the last couple of minutes, Marcus Shaver Jr. the three with two seconds left is the difference in the game as Boise State gets the win. The good news for the locals was BYU. They beat Pacific 79-71. Tigers are right there. That game was tied at halftime. And about the 15-minute mark, BYU started pulling away. And the Tigers made a late run, but uh, no, USD. Excuse me. Tigers are coming in this weekend. Are they Saturday? Yeah. Who's Saturday, Yak? Portland. Portland, yeah. Pilots. And they beat the Toreros. Pacific is next week. Yes. USD going down to defeat. But the Toreros were right there. But BYU finds a way to win. And that is the way it goes. BYU headed for the NCAA tournament. They find a way to win the close games. And Utah and Utah State are not headed to the tournament, and they find a way to lose the close games. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I think it's just a credit to all the great teams I've been on. You know, I've just been a part of so many great teams over a long period of time. So I love that I've been able to do it for as long as I've had. I love the game and I love being out there with my teammates. So we just had a lot of success over a lot of years trying to do the right thing. And obviously what we've done here the last, uh, you know, two seasons has been a lot of fun for me to learn and grow with these players and our organization and put ourselves in a good position. Now we got to go take advantage of it. That's Tom Brady. Saying all the right things. Keeping it generic. Nothing for the bulletin board there. There's a trained professional. 20 plus years in front of the media. Big game. Well, I guess in a divisional round, they're all big games. But the biggest game of the weekend, I think it's probably Bills and Chiefs. But I think Brady and the Bucks are playing the second most intriguing game of the weekend. The Rams. And they are... They're that guy who bats number five or maybe even number six. He's been dropped down in the lineup. He isn't the hitter he used to be. But every once in a while, he connects. And when he's good, he's very good. Maybe he's that long, long drive golfer. They look majestic, but you don't know where they're going. But when they hit the fairway, it's spectacular. Grip it and rip it. That's the Rams. They might light you up for 35 points. Eh, they might throw three picks and blow a 17-point lead. Ram fans flinch now because that's how they lost to the Niners in the regular season finale. That was for you, Yock. I just throw you a bone there. Yock and his Niners playing the Packers. You confident, Yock? You feeling it? Not at all. Really? What's wrong with you? Have you watched Aaron Rodgers play this year? That's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> no faith. You've seen him play in the playoffs. You know it can be very different. I know that Jimmy G is 3-1 in playoff games. He's been to a Super Bowl, but I've got no faith. <laughs> Week 3, Green Bay won. 30-28. This is a rematch. You were right there. Aaron Rodgers the Niners also ran the front two minutes four. with a perfection. 
The Niners front four. Getting after him. That's the path. And then Debo. Throw, throw him a slant. Throw him a screen. Hand him the ball. Is it handed off? Yeah. Yeah. Line him up in the backfield and hand it to him or split him out wide and give him a fly sweep. Whatever. Find a way to get him the ball. Shorten the game. Run the ball. Turn your defense loose and win. This is how those mediocre giant teams took down the Patriots. It's been done. This is a well-known NFL recipe. Yach's not biting. He won't even make eye contact with me right now. I'm not talking about a DJ. I'll jinx it. I'm not doing it. Mm. <laughs> Chiefs and Bills is also a rematch. Bills beat the Chiefs 38-20. I mean, it's easy to say Chiefs because we always say Chiefs. But who took five possessions to get going last week? I know last week isn't this week. But who was ready at the opening whistle and went down the field every single time? It's so hard to pick against the Chiefs. Do it! Take the Bills, live on the edge. Let's do it! Who's with me? Yak won't open his microphone. PK's on vacation. I guess I'm alone then. Fine. That is the game of the weekend. And if it comes down to who has the ball last, I think none of us will be surprised. Bengals and Titans. We'll ask Scott Mitchell. He's going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. Can running backs play with a steel plate in their foot and be effective? I don't like the way that sounds. I tore my uh, ACL playing basketball in my late 20s. So they have the surgery. They put the screws in your knees. They take the plug. They take the middle third of the patellar tendon. I know some people have it with a cadaver, but I had the patellar tendon graft, and they screw it in place, and the bone plugs you know, take hold and grow together and all that, and you have a new knee. Fine. My knee works great, so it's, it's awesome. And the doc says, yeah, we put three, and also we staple down the ileal band. So then, like in a follow-up visit subsequently, he shows me the x-rays, and I'm like, I've got screws in my knee! And he's like, yeah, I told you, we did this, this screw down the thing. I said, yeah, but I thought that was like a medical term. This looks like you went to Home Depot or Ace Hardware. These are like, Dad puts this into two, into two befores to bind it to another two before. And he just looks at me and smiles and nauseous. Yeah, it's kind of what we do. So when they say he has a steel plate in his foot, visualize a steel plate. It's not a medical term. I don't know how he's going to do that. But we'll all watch together Saturday afternoon, Bengals and Titans. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, the ball is knocked down and into the hands of a Ute at the goal line for a touchdown. That has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Cal football coach Justin Wilcox has signed an extension through 2027. That ought to be the least surprising news. He's an Oregon guy, and he decided not to take the Oregon job, so you would assume he had a deal and was getting taken care of at Cal. And not only do I assume he's getting money, I assume he gets things in the program for the program that he wants and needs to be successful. Cal has gotten to the point where they can be a bull team, and you're not shocked, but how do they get out of the middle of the league? How do, they, how do they challenge for the North Division title? You look at who's won. Oregon and Stanford have passed it back and forth. Washington had a couple of trips to the conference title game. 
How does Cal join that group and break through? How does that happen? So Wilcox has his contract extension, which, of course, is no guarantee he'll be there till 2027. There'll be buyouts both ways in the deal. NCAA members voted Thursday to ratify a new streamlined version of the association's constitution. The motion passed 80% of the members voting in favor, putting the expected stamp of approval on the first of a two-step process to significantly reduce the responsibility of the association's national office and overall rules at all levels of the sports. Each of the three divisions will now start working on revising or creating their own rules to align with the fundamental principles laid out in the new constitution. What does this mean in plain English? Power Five is going to do what it wants. Wild, wild west, people. Everything you knew about the NCAA out the window. The NCAA will handle championships. Will it do much more than that? No, I really don't think so. Will it do anything at all more than that? Possibly not. Might be a few basic rules. But the NCAA, as we know it, no, not happening. What does the Power Five want to do? Does the Power Five want to keep the group of five or break away? There's been breakaway talk forever. But we've also heard talk from powerful people like the SEC commissioner that we want to make sure we keep the group of five healthy because we don't want to play each other all the time because then one of us will have to go 0-12. Better that we bring you in, make money off you, and guarantee ourselves three wins and essentially some bye weeks. Group of five will be kept around, not out of a sense of fairness or loyalty or what is right and what is wrong, but that helps the big guys make money and look good. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We have Scott Mitchell coming up later this morning. David Locke, radio voice of the jazz, set for 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing.